The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> this weekend we celebrate Most Holy Trinity Sunday. In the seminary we called it Heresy Sunday. Because the Sunday where you try to describe the most mysterious thing that exists. And if you just try to, try to describe him too much, you describe him wrongly. And that's the great difficulty in trying to make sense of some of the mysteries of our faith. As they are indeed so mysterious that no matter what, even in the next life, our brains will not be able to really comprehend that which... God is, that who he is in himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, we certainly can profess certain things. We recognize that God is one, that we worship one God. We don't worship three gods. But in a mysterious way, we recognize that the one God that we worship is also three persons. He is, although unity, he is distinct, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is not as if there's a sort of tears, as, as if one is um, more of God than the other. They're all perfect, holy God. And this is the great mystery, is our brains can't wrap ourselves around that reality. How does three equal one, and one equal three? Again, it's a great mystery, but the beauty is that that it is a mystery that God is revealing to us. In the seminary, we were, we were taught first philosophy and then theology. We were taught how to think first, and then we were taught how to believe in faith later. First, learning how to think. In our philosophy courses, they were able to, to kind of show to us, without using the Christian faith specifically, that, that even just philosophically, rationally speaking, one can reason to the fact that a God exists, that there's something that created all of us. We can use our brains and reason to this reality. What we cannot reason to is the fact that this God is one God in three persons, that it is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This happens only by revelation. It's not something that we could sit down and reason to. It's something that God has to reveal of, him, of his very self to us. And the fact that it has been revealed to us is something important. It's the recognition that God desires to open himself to us, to be known by us, to be loved by us. He didn't reveal himself simply to kind of show off. 
or even more so, just to confuse us. He reveals himself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that we might be able to love him as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The difficulty is it's easier to love one than the other two. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's easier to love our Lord Jesus because he looks like us. We see pictures of him. We hear his words in the gospel. We hear stories about him. We, he, he became man like us. So we constantly have him before our eyes. It's easy to relate to him in that sense. The father oftentimes is just kind of imaged in art as just a, an old man with a long white beard up in the sky. That's the best that we manage. The Holy Spirit, it comes in a whole variety of ways. He comes as a dove, he comes as wind, he comes as fire. And how do you pray to all of those things? It's difficult. And yet there's a reality in which we are called to have a personal relationship, not just with Jesus Christ, but also with God the Father and with the Holy Spirit. And one of the privileged places that we can do that, where we can foster that relationship, is right here at Holy Mass. Here at Mass, we have an encounter, and a lived encounter, that shows us something about each person of the Blessed Trinity. And allows us to encounter them in their personhood and to draw close to them in love. Have you ever noticed that almost every single prayer of the Mass is prayed to God the Father? We don't actually talk to Jesus that much. In fact, the majority of the prayers that, that are spoken to our Lord specifically are the priest's prayers, preparation for Holy Communion. Then he says, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, twice. But all the rest of the prayers that we offer are to God, the Father, through Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. The entire Mass is a gift offered to the Father. And it's an important thing that sometimes we can, we can forget. We can easily kind of pass over this reality of, of, of that you know, the, the Sunday Mass isn't necessarily about what I get out of the deal. The Sunday Mass is about what I give to the Father. The gift of the Son, and with him, ourselves. <clears throat> to give the Father his Son, that's the greatest thing. Every single Mass that we offer, whether it's in its highest solemnity and most beautiful form, or it's in the most simple and mundane form that we see, no matter what, the simple fact is that we take this great miracle of the Eucharist, we take the presence of the Son offered for us, His life offered for us, willed by God the Father, and we turn back to God and we say, Lord God, Heavenly Father, I have nothing to give you except my own faults and my own sins. So in place of those things, <laughs> I give you your Son on my behalf. Receive Him and receive me. Lord, I ask for your grace. May you be glorified. Every single Mass, we come and we offer a gift to the Father, the gift of His Son. Every Mass, we pray to the Father over and over and over and again. And it's important, I think, for us to recognize that because, you know, if we're just kind of talking to God, kind of, in a, you know, kind of an amorphous blob up in the sky, that doesn't help us to encounter in a, in a personal manner. But if we're speaking to the Father, that can change us. 
It changes the manner in which we pray. So it's for us to recognize that we come and we offer this gift of the Holy Mass to the Father. We pray to him. Us, his children, come to draw near to him. And we do so because we have the Holy Spirit in us. And here too is a great mystery. That the Lord God himself, God, the creator of the universe, in a way also that we can't understand, because anything that God does is beyond us. God comes to us in baptism, and he dwells in the human soul. The things that we do are because God is doing them in us. The fact that we come here today, the fact that we come and we offer the gift of the Lord to the Father... The the fact that we do any of these things is because the Holy Spirit is at work in us, calling us here, calling us to offer, calling us to pray, and giving us the grace and the strength to do so. Again, it's easy for us to look only at the person of our Lord, but to recognize that here at Mass, we also have a profound encounter with the Father in the Spirit. So it's an invitation for us to continue to draw close to them all. The unity and trinity, trinity and unity. The mystery that none of us can understand, and yet he invites us to love. He invites us to relationship. It is not enough for him simply to have stayed far off, to have created us and then left us to ourselves. He wants us to know him, to love him. And not just a little bit. He wants us to be filled with that love for all eternity. That's, what, that's, that's why we come. <laughs> that's why we're coming. We're drawn up into this mass. Then in, in lifting up Christ, we're kind of sliding into heaven on Christ's coattails, if you will. That the grace of Christ is given to us. The sons and the Son, as we refer to ourselves. And so this is what we ask the Lord to be with us today. We ask the Lord Jesus, who indeed became one like us, to help us to become one in him. To unite ourselves to the Father in this holy mass. To recognize the Holy Spirit at work within us, individually and collectively in this community. To worship the Son. And to give him to the Father. This is the greatest gift that we can ever have given, and it's the greatest gift that we've ever received. The gift of the Son. And so we turn back to God and we ask for him to be able to receive that gift. And the simple fact is that even though coming to Mass isn't about what we get out of the deal, the Father, because he loves us, never leaves us empty. He always does give us something, at least if we're willing to receive it. So let us be open to the grace also that he has in store for us today. That he may continue to draw us close to himself. That as the Father continues to reveal himself to us, as the Son continues to draw close to us and the Spirit come alive within us, that we may be, all, be able to do all things for His glory. And so I invite you to pray with me the ancient prayer of the church. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.